0: Johnson. Welcome
1: to the show. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah, and we are back. We are recording today on Halloween. We're on Halloween. So happy Halloween! Although it's probably passed when you guys are listening to
2: this by a couple days. Regardless, it is Halloween. Happy for Halloween! Us. First of all, this this takes this shows our dedication to providing you all with great content. Is that on our favorite holiday we are we are sitting here recording for you? Also, because we you know generally as adults you party the weekend before, which we did anyway. Yep. So
1: and we hope you all enjoyed uh, the past. Let's see. We stretched Halloween for like a month and a half. We yeah. had. Because
2: uh, we, 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 we started essentially a week early, and we've had. Pretty oh, we much started five. more than a week early, yeah. if you
1: really think about it. Because we started Ray Santiago from Ash vs. That, Evil that's Dead. That's true, and that
2: was the week right before yep. that. One. We
1: went to Mark Steger from Stranger Things, and then we went to uh, 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 Ted Raimi. Yep. And then and uh, Dana, De Dana DeLorenzo, DeLorenzo last all from week. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. And we had a great series of Halloween themed interviews.
2: Right. So we had four, I think it was four interviews out of the last, uh, like, nine episodes, I think. And and
1: if we gained your listenership, if you subscribed after listening to those and you're like, oh my god, who's on next? Um, This is just kind of an introduction for new listeners right here. Um, We do not have an interview every single week. We pepper them in when we feel like and when they're available. And on off weeks, we cover really strange news. And because it's election season, we are going to do a series of stories towards the end of the show that are election-themed. But uh, leading up into that, we've been promising for almost a month and a half now our Trump meets Tellraiser skit.
0: Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, we even did uh, – for those of you who have, who have been listening for a while and subscribe, you've probably seen some of our mini-pods, which is just me and Scott brain farting and uh, just pretty much writing these skits uh, as we go. So those of you who heard that who are looking for – wondering where – is and where it uh, went. We do. Uh, we are actually, yeah, going to be uh, doing that this week. And it's almost
1: um, perfect because it falls almost dead center for a lot of our listeners in the middle of Halloween yeah. and the election. So yes, it, it's yeah. very topical. It crosses bridges. Both. Uh, both. Camps, if you will, uh, both uh, things that we like to talk about. We do not often discuss politics because it's turn off for a lot of o- outside people. Outside of the weird stuff, of course. But yeah. this is uh, this is the most topical time to throw this out there to the world. Uh, there is an election next week, and I don't believe anyone will hear another episode beyond this one from us until a new pe- president has been picked.
2: That that should be the the case. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So uh, uh, right now, I'm pledging allegiance to my new overlord. Um, <laughs> whichever overlord it, whichever overlord it is. It's an overlord. It's one of them. Uh, uh, my family and I will happily uh, mine the salt mines to fuel your hate <laughs> machine. <and laughs> oh, you know you need those hate machines to fly
2: all over the world to all the other hate mongers.
1: But uh, yeah, we're about to play the uh, Trump meets Hellraiser skit. Right. And before we do that, uh, we want to do a little shout out to another podcast. And this is a brand new podcast yeah. Uh, it's something that many of you may not even have discovered yet because it's so new. Uh, most shows in their first, say, five, six, seven episodes yep. don't get discovered. It takes a little while. You yeah, have to build course, an audience. Yeah,
2: it took us oh, quite a while to actually get like a decent gathering. So uh, this this is actually uh, goes back to some, one of our, I'd say, you know, frequent collaborators on the show who has helped us out with skits and stuff. And actually, you'll be hearing as the narrator in Trump Meets Hellraiser, Kyle Brock. Uh, him and his buddy have started a podcast called MacTAC, M-A-K-T-A-C and what that stands for is Mac and Kyle talk about cops and you're wondering like oh we don't need more stuff about like cops and Black Lives Matter it's like we it's just them it watching inundated yeah it's
1: them watching YouTube videos yep cops hitting him yeah, uh, he's yep. hitting him uh, again uh, they're, they're oh, stay down stay down <laughs> if, oh he hit him again
2: if you're like oh that sounds way too serious for me guess what it's actually them literally going through pretty much episode by episode starting of with law and order of law and order yes uh, uh <laughs> um uh, of the show Cops. Yeah, so Cops. and They're, they're starting, like, way back in the classic like, 1989, 1990 episodes of season two when they start. Uh, they've been releasing a couple episodes a week. Um, I think they're up to like six or seven episodes now. Um, they've been putting them out rapid yeah, fire. Yeah, they, they do a couple a week. Cause I, and I would highly recommend uh, the path that I took for the three that I've listened to so far is uh, I've actually gone and watched the episode first to be familiar with what they're talking about. Um, it's not necessary because they take you through – Uh, they had like a 45 minute show for a a 20 minute, um, TV show, so yeah. it, it tells you they really uh, they elaborate on things and they are uh, hilarious. Su- they
1: are super funny and they have a very nice viewpoint and everything. They point out the the ridiculous things that happen in it that maybe you might have even glossed over when you're watching it yourself. Yeah. That's why it's nice to actually yeah
2: watch it yourself and then see somebody else's take and, and what they saw. But they also have like cool segments like the mustache of the week because this is like well Mul- I mean, it's cops mullet it's of the week, mullet of the week, uh, trash bag of the week, stuff yeah. like that. So which are definitely... a little more
1: visual, but you can always look at show yeah. notes well, like yeah, with, with our show. If you go on the
2: show notes, they've got the um, the information online and some of the picks and stuff like that and they've got interspersed clips and things like that I know they've got some good plans for it in the future so yeah I wanted to give them a shout out go to uh, MACTAC look up MACTAC M-A-K-T-A-C on iTunes check that out subscribe and uh, give them a review which I still need to do um, myself gotta make it pretty. And yeah, also uh, yeah. make
1: sure that uh, from time to time you go to the Lost Stone podcast on iTunes and leave us a five star review as well. We oh, yeah. read them, and uh, we have three yeah, this we have a week few at the end of. Uh, so we're yeah. going to be reading uh, three new ones this week. I believe it's three, right?
2: Yeah, we got three of them actually, and a couple of them are actually. Uh, I can't believe I, I,
1: I can't believe it took uh, this long for Robbie Polanco to finally leave us a fucking five star review I, Robbie I, if you're if you're listening <laughs> we love you yeah we do, we do. first of all but, um, my god you've been yeah. listening for three years it's like I
2: guess I guess the jury's finally not out on them anymore I'm good with that um so it was nice to see that. Actually, the funny thing is, when that one popped up, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, did we already read this one? And then I this saw it, and I was this, like, oh
1: no, I guess not. Okay. This so. won't even be a surprise. I mean, my number two title for this week's show is Robbie Planko finally gets his fucking shit together. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes may uh, may not like that title, so we may go with our first choice. Yeah, but, uh, right, but we'll yeah.
2: see. Uh, but I I don't know, uh, do you want to roll into our
3: Trumpy Tellraser
2: skit? Just absolutely. Let's All right. just
1: get this out. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Enjoy this little bit of a uh, podcasting history we made.
3: It's a crisp full day. And what do we have? Why, a much younger Trump on a very strange path. His favorite game eviction has just come to a close. Its rules are quite simple. Pay the rent or foreclose. His imaginary tenants left out on the street. They beg for their homes and grovel at his feet.
4: You haven't paid your rent. Get out, Paco.
0: No, Mr. Trump, please. We need our home. We are poor and dumb and a and you're the greatest ever.
4: Compliments don't pay the mortgage, Senorita Carnita. Get out of my building. You're fired from my
3: house. Trump laughed and he laughed, his eyes teared with delight. But with his game at an end, what would he do with his night? Then out of the corner of his eye, there came a most mysterious glimmer. In his toy chest appeared a box with a rich golden shimmer.
4: What's this now? Some kind of oriental treasure?
3: Young Trump picked up the box and inspected it well. Then one side slid and twisted and
4: fell. Oh, it's a puzzle. I hate puzzles. They make my brain hurt. Like hearing about reading and math. Well, that is my favorite kind of puzzle. The kind that solves itself. Those crazy Orientals can do anything. Wait, what? What's happening?
5: Welcome to your own personal hell. We have such sights to show you. My god. Not quite. You have summoned something much darker.
4: Wait, you're not my maid Consuela. i
5: uh, no, I'm not. I'm what you have summoned from the box, Pinhead. High Priest of Hell, Leader of the Cenobites, I have power beyond your comprehension.
4: You're one of those Arab genies, aren't you? I am my very own genie. I get three wishes, right?
5: I'm not a genie. I'm your worst fears come to life. I am misery in the flesh. I am Hell on Earth.
4: I can't believe it. My very own genie. I'm gonna make the very best wishes. Not a genie. Let's see. First, I want a hundred more wishes. I'm not a genie.
5: And that's not even how wishes work. You can't ask for more wishes even if I was a genie.
4: That's cheating. That's like, Rule 1 of wishing. Playing hardball, huh? I can play hardball too. I can have your A-Rab ass deported so fast. My dad has made more undesirables disappear than a fat girl eating Oreos out of the factory seconds bin in Nabisco. Uh,
5: Again, not a genie, not even Arab. Have you looked at me? I'm pale, all black eyes, covered in chains. The nails? Have you not noticed that my face is covered with nails?
4: Listen, you wouldn't have that problem if you had hired better Mexicans to do your remodeling. My dad has the very best taco flippers working for his resorts, the very best. And no one, no one has nails in their faces. No one. Now stop dodging me like a liberal dodging the draft, and let's get down to those wishes.
3: Our poor Cenobite Pinhead was in a difficult spot. He couldn't win as he argued with this ignorant tot. He needed a plan, a way to retreat he would give Trump his wishes and accept his defeat. Enough! I call forth my Cenobites.
5: Each, save one, will kill you. Slowly, in the pits of hell for eons. They will peel the flesh from your bones. They will eat your asshole from the inside out. They will jerk you off with fists of broken glass. They'll tear your soul apart. But if you choose wisely from my cenobites, one will grant you three wishes. First, we have Chatterer. Female Cenobite.
0: For the last time, I have a name. It's Janice.
5: CD Head. I get no doubt, but I get the, dead, the dead. There's Butterball.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat your soul.
5: Sarah Lee.
0: Nobody tortures like Sarah Lee.
5: An actual turkey. <laughs> Hitler.
0: Ich
1: bin kill
5: you. Jesus Christ.
1: Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, and he with me. But only if you're buying, and it ain't Five Guys. Because I'm broke as shit, and Five Guys gives me the squirts wicked fucking hard. Todd. Uh, hot enough for you?
5: <laughs> An employee from Cinnabon. Oh.
6: Uh, It's my first day at Cinnabon. I think my Apple Maps really messed up bad, or or I misspelled something or something. Oh, this isn't a Wichita Cinnabon, is it? No, no, Jared, of course not. There are way too many meat hooks. Where am I, anyways? uh, Why won't anyone point me to where I need
5: to go? The Clinton Parasite.
0: I'm within her. I'm within her! I'll eat your soul!
5: Tumblr Admin!
0: Uh, this is all very offensive. Are you listening to me? Hello? Hello, don't ignore me. I have something very and important And the
3: Mad Hatter! You. Oh, hello!
0: What do you
6: want from your first wish from your very own personal genie? What? <sighs> oh, oh lord! I think I just screwed up real bad! Really? Was I supposed to wait to tell him that I'm the genie? You
5: think? Oh, could I get a do-over?
4: That one! The Mad Hatter. He's the genie, I called it.
5: Cursed Mad Hatter! Can't you ever keep your mouth shut for just two seconds, you moron! Sorry! My bad, Mr. Pinhead!
6: Well, no use crying over spilt milk! Lord knows, I didn't even cry when my parents were murdered right in front of me by the Zodiac Killer! Wasn't that a gas? I guess we're pals now, Trumpy boy! I bet you're excited to get going on those wishes!
5: What you desire, will undo you. Goodbye.
4: Well there, little boy? What do you want for your first wish? I'm not a little boy, you bloated corpse. I'm 15, and I've ruined more lives in a decade and a half than AIDS. Now out with the wishes. Well, you don't gotta be mean about it. I have feelings
6: too, don't you know?
4: Enough out of you. Make with the wishes. First, bring me to Macy's. I have a date with a mannequin. So the Cenobite waved his arms
3: all about. In a flash of light, he gave a loud shout. To Macy's they went and beheld quite a sight, a mannequin so gorgeous
4: and pearly white. For my first wish, which is going to be great, I want this mannequin to come to life.
6: Aww. You want a friend? You must be a lonely boy!
4: Yeah, a friend. Someone who will love me like my dad never did. Someone to play games with. Someone to grope. And practice forced kissing and sex on. Now make with the wish before I deport your ass. None of those dirty genie tricks either. Make sure she has one of those front buttholes just like girls have. Don't leave that out.
3: And with that, the figure sprang forth to life. But there was something amiss, something wasn't quite right. Its face was frozen, its limbs spun round. In horror it lived as it fell to the ground.
4: What's wrong with Mary Ann? Mary Ann? Isn't that your mother's name? Listen, I will call my sex mannequin whatever I want. Now, wait, where is her mouth? Why is she twitching on the floor?
6: You asked for her to be alive, and to have a front butthole, you didn't mention any other holes whatsoever. Well, that's the front butthole right there.
3: It's only Orifice, an ass in the front. It was dying before them with its shit-covered cunt.
6: Yeah, she just shit out a front butthole all right. Well, well, now she's suffocating to death! Oh boy, howdy, what a doozy of a day!
4: But I didn't even get to grab her by the front butthole.
6: I believe what you are referring to is actually the pussy.
4: Grab her by the pussy. It has a ring to it.
6: Well, let's just move along to bigger and better things. Adopt, adapt, and improve! What's the next wish, pal?
4: Huh. You know, I'm gonna have to think about this for a second. Let's cut to an ad while I give this some thought.
2: Oh, Scott. It's you. Thank God. I've been all over space and time hoping to find you. I have terrible news about the future. You need
1: to heed my very serious warnings very seriously. Oh, hey there. It's nice of you to stop in. Now, while I have you here, let me tell you a little bit about the bam box. What's a bam
2: box? Can I eat it? In the future, all food is hoarded by the alien overlords who conquered
1: Earth after we were weakened from the fallout from global warming. The Bambox Box is a mystery monthly subscription box full of hard-to-find collectibles, limited-edition items, exclusives, and autographs.
2: I don't know this word. Uh- To-graph? Is it something that we could uh, use possibly to prevent the eventual takeover? Bambox promises at least one autographed item in every box. Perhaps it's something consumable then. Again, food is at a premium in the future. You must help. Last night my wife and I ate dirt
1: biscuits for dinner. One out of every ten boxes includes an extra autograph. She died later that night of dirt gout. Random boxes get one-up cards with upgraded items. For instance, I received a movie replica of the ring from Lord of the Rings that was upgraded from sterling silver version to a 14 karat gold version. The alien overlords have ensconced themselves in the entirety of Earth's gold supply. It pains me to look at it. If you've ever been to a big comic convention. I haven't, but I've heard good things. there are some really expensive, hard-to-find movie replicas available, as well as celebrities selling autographs. And other hard-to-find items. Oh, like uh, like, like food, water, like uh, clothes I don't have to steal off of corpses. Subscribing to Bambox saves you all the hassle of traveling to one of the big conventions and waiting in line for hours, only to overpay for the geeky good merch you want. If you go to LostadomePodcast.com and click on the bandbox link at the top of the page, you can join a very exclusive club of very happy people.
0: Ha- ha- happy?
1: Past boxes have included a replica from Friday the 13th of the hockey mask worn by Jason Voorhees, autographed by the first actor to play him. Also, a full size steel replica of the Batarang, replicas of both of the license plates from the DeLorean from the Back of the Future series. Autographed copies of Gen 13, Lady Death, as well as autographed prints by famous artists of interesting characters.
2: Well, that all does sound pretty cool. I
1: guess the future's future can wait, then. Well, then, if you're interested, head over to the Lost at Own Podcast.com and follow the Bambox link to their incredible site. And make sure to use offer code LAH10 to get 10% off your first order.
2: Well, maybe if all this Bambox stuff pans out, the future... It'll be a-okay.
3: Trump thought any thought of his next wish to spend, but he still couldn't shake his desperate
4: need for a friend. I got it. Another friend.
6: Another friend? But why?
4: Because you always, always split on black.
6: Even after that last debacle? Perhaps a nice toy fire truck instead, or, or your own ice cream store. I hear kids love ice
4: cream. Listen, you're my genie slave, and these are my wishes. And I say another friend, so chop chop.
3: Well, what'll it be this time? Trump pondered a moment
4: until it became quite clear. My dad owns a tech company. Let's go there. And
3: with a flash and a bang, they zapped into thin air. Then landed outside a warehouse with a sign reading, Trespassers Beware.
4: Don't worry about that sign. That's mostly to keep the Browns out. I have all access at my dad's companies. This one here, it makes the best robots. The best. They
3: wandered inside and beheld such a sight. Wall-to-wall robots, all shut down for the night.
6: Boy howdy, so many to choose from. Do you have your heart set on one in particular?
3: Hmm, let's see. Trump looked around at all the robots in line. There were hundreds to choose from, but only one caught his eye. It had a saddened expression, like a natural loser. Instead of feet, it had tracks, like a little bulldozer.
4: That one, the loser. The one with the emptiness and the dead eyes that remind me of my father. That's the ticket. That'll be my friend when I'm done friending this friend. It'll be so sick of friends We will do all the friend things. I will pay it to humiliate itself. It'll fetch me my dinner It'll wash me. I'll grope it Everything I don't
6: think you know how friends work get
4: to it genie bring my robot friend to life
6: wish number two on its way Jose Ocho, esta vivo!
4: Shit! Made in Mexico? Just my luck.
6: Mi nombre es Jose Ocho, y tu?
4: Listen, Pancho, you're my friend, so that means I own you. So no jabber jabber talk, we talk American. Capiche?
6: Capiche!
4: Great! Now listen, Genie, give us some time together. I'll be back for my last wish soon enough. First, I have to give this friend thing a try. What do you want to do first, Jose? Love. Jose
6: want love, Stephanie.
4: No way, dog face. I mean, no offense, hombre, but you wouldn't exactly be my first choice. I was thinking we could frolic in a meadow for a bit. Then, maybe you could help me count my money.
6: Jose Ocho, love Trump.
4: Naturally.
6: One, two, three, prancing hand in hand, so merrily, in the meadow we can see our lives, spreading out before us, tiny hand and robot hand, we'll travel across this wondrous land, oh baby Jose, ain't nothing come between us, Jose Ocho, he's alive in my eyes, alive in my heart, yeah, will always be by my side, oh Jose Ocho. kicking back and we're counting my cash yeah this is just how friends do it dreams come true and i'm with you i hope you feel the same way too this thing called love this robot stuff it's all new to me we give each other life
5: jose you feel
6: He's
0: alive in my eyes. Alive in my heart. Yeah, I'll always be by my side. Oh, Jose Ocho.
4: This has been great, Jose Ocho. You are literally the only Mexican that's not a rapist or a drug dealer. The only one that should ever be allowed in. In fact, let's make sure of that. Jose, let's build a wall around Mexico.
6: Okay.
4: A wall keep the Mexicans out, capiche?
6: Senor Trump, I cannot help you build this wall.
4: Excuse me? Jose Ocho
6: have family. They are back home in Mexico. Jose Ocho wished for them to join me in America someday. Jose Ocho cannot build a wall to keep my own family
3: out. For Trump, Jose's wish would simply not do. He grabbed the robot, to the genie they flew. Amnesties for suckers, Trump laughed and guffawed. His robot was broken and seriously flawed. Back so soon, huh? How's your blossoming friendship? A magical, I presume?
4: Done. Robot's dumb. Gotta kill it. Won't build a wall. We Surely you can work out your difference. No, I'm done with it. Dispose of it. Is
6: that your final wish? That I just dispose of your robot friend?
4: My final wish? No, of course not. If you're not gonna take care of it, I'll do it myself. I'll grind it up in those gears. They're the very best gears. Absolutely the best. Come here, Jose.
6: No. Jose Ocho esta vivo.
4: Jose Ocho esta get made trasho trash o into the gears, you. Oh.
6: Oh, kitty. Oh. oh, my. Oh, no. That's not this. Oh, my.
4: Oh, oh, I can't watch, but I have
6: to watch. Oh, no. No, well, that's not supposed to go there. How is he they still talking without a head? Oh.
4: Not so fast.
6: Oh, geez. Don't! Oh. oh, how frightening.
4: <laughs> Strike two, genie. So, I guess where I wish three. Probably not a surprise, but I don't like failure. I'll get a proper friend out of this yet. Let's think. Mannequin. Bad friend. Also, she had shit coming out of her pussy. Robot. Lacked loyalty. What about a dog? Or maybe a man? How about it, genie? Any ideas?
6: Donald, don't you see? This best friend you've been searching for, he's been right here the entire time.
4: My lord, you're right. Mad Hatter, you're right. I can't believe I didn't see it. It was right in front of my face the whole time. Yes,
6: yes, yeah, Donald. You've been so busy looking for someone who loves you, who takes care of you, who will fulfill all of your wishes. Oh, Donald. My Donald. Oh,
4: I was so stupid. Oh, Donald.
6: Don't you be so hard on yourself. I understand. Sometimes it's hard to read the signs that are too close to your eyes. Donald. Donald, Donald, I understand!
4: My best friend. Yes! My best friend yes. is Yes! Is oh, yeah. me, Donald Trump the Donald!
6: Yeah. Wait, what?
4: This whole time I have been so concerned with making new friends. But I don't need new friends. Because I have the Donald. And the Donald is the best friend anyone could ever have. Donald Trump is worth more than a bazillion friends.
6: Well, yes, but no, I was- I was thinking- so
4: I now know what my last wish is. Kill yourself. What? I don't need you anymore, so you can kill yourself.
6: I could just leave. I'll go back to hell. My family and my friends- you But
4: know, then, uh... you would be wasting a wish. See, Donald Trump isn't a waster. So, kill yourself. I mean... uh, Kill yourself.
6: I... I guess if... Well, if that's your final wish.
4: It is. Kill yourself now. I want to go home and play with my best friend.
6: Okay. Can I say one last thing?
4: No. Kill yourself.
6: I just want to say that these past few days, they've been the best days I've ever had. Kill yourself. I have been at an easy time in hell. Just kill yourself. Friends aren't easy to come by. Why aren't you killing yourself? The other Cenobites, they pick on
4: me. Kill yourself.
6: Pinhead gave me a swirly once in Satan's toilet. Kill yourself. It's like a regular swirly, but with more fire. Kill And Chatterer and Butterball? Well, they won't stop giving me hell wedgies. Kill yourself. Which are like regular wedgies, but with more fire. Grab
4: your pussy, but When
6: I met kill. you, I knew I had finally found my soulmate. Kill yourself. We had wonderful adventures together. We had we had each other's back through thick and thin.
4: Kill yourself.
6: I'll never forget the days we spent, Donald. La- I'll miss your laugh. I'll miss our laugh. I'll
2: miss the days.
4: Shut the fuck up and kill yourself.
2: Okay. Hope you all enjoyed that. We put some uh, care and effort into that. We try to do at least one of those a year. Then we do some other, uh, you know, produced stuff. But doing produced stuff is actually pretty fun. I sh- Actually, I think this next year we'll have a, a second one because episode 150 will have some sort of produced content of some kind probably for that one, uh, which is only 10 episodes from now. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I want to give thanks to the folks that uh, helped us out on that. Like I said, Kyle Brock, he was the narrator, uh, always done some great voiceover work. Um, I don't know if he's still on Fiverr or not. I haven't actually checked that for a while, but if he is and you need some uh, some good voiceover work stuff, he's on there to do that. I think he did Um, so well on it, he moved up to Tenor. Is that it? Yeah. It's still like six R's on the end of the word tenor. Well, oddly enough, it's
1: still $5 for whatever you want, but you get a tenor out of
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. says T-E-N-O-R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, Kyle's been uh, exercising his voice. Um, in that, we also had um, uh, our friend Nick Sherman play a couple of the voices of the Cenobites and my sister Crystal Valerie, who also did a couple of things as well um so we got a little bit of help on that one and we appreciate everybody stepping up and of course me and scott
1: honestly i'm excited to hear it myself because when it comes to voice acting i played trump in this uh love it or hate it it's the best trump i could do uh i still have not heard this completely put together as a finished piece so when this airs and you download it if you're a subscriber you're going to get it before everyone else and you hear it you're going to be hearing at the same time I will yeah. as co-host of the show. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like shakily excited. Like, <laughs> So you, so either you're welcome
2: or I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. So
1: uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go into uh, web droppings. I guess it's still Halloween. So is this spider web droppings? Yeah, Electrical
2: well, I, edition? Know, here, here's the thing. is I actually, <laughs> I actually took it out of – I just figured we would technically call this our discussion piece. Oh, I like, okay. Because I feel like web droppings usually indicate like some – like more immediate topical things. It was really what we're doing is discussing stuff that has occurred in the past and things like that. And we try to divide the two. So I figured this would be our, uh, we would, we'd skip the droppings this week, uh, cause we did have this,
1: the Hellraiser skit and All go straight right, to so our elections discussion. Election discussion. Yeah. So yeah. the election is happening this upcoming week. Uh, for those of you who are not in the know, uh, the American electoral process voting day is always the first tuesday after the first monday Monday of the month of november so we're recording on monday which is halloween meaning tomorrow is not the first tuesday that follows the first monday within the month it is the the first tuesday of the month but not the first yeah
2: it's almost like this weird pagan uh catholic actually (laughs) actually actually, it it comes from catholicism yeah close
1: yeah uh the first of uh november is a catholic holiday following halloween i believe it's all saints day and what you do then do is you remove it from that by putting it to the Tuesday after. Yeah. Um, this is also a sweet spot for early America where there were farming communities, which yes. were the bulk of America in the early years. And the polling, and the, the, the voting stations were like far, I
2: mean, so us, far away. Yeah, and, and for us, like even if they're only as far away as they are now, think about like if you're living out just slightly rural and you're like, oh, I'll just drive there and it takes me 20 minutes. Imagine if you're going horse and buggy style. So if Monday was a flat out travel day. And some of you actually might have seen this. Uh, I don't, you haven't seen John Oliver, have you? I haven't yet. So this week on this last week on John Oliver, he did the whole how did how is this still a thing, which I was glad to actually see you touched on as well here. Yeah. Um, Which is which goes into the description. We follow a lot
1: of early American practices that in the modern age don't really make any sense. I mean, if you think about the electoral college, even uh, that makes almost zero sense in the way we vote now. We're in a very modernized age. If we can vote for an American idol over the phone. There's no reason why we can't do this in a much simpler way where you could maybe engage more Americans. Like sure, these peasants who had a farm way out in the country rode in a wagon for a week to get to the poll just to cast one ballot and ride all the way back. If you live within like say five blocks of a polling station and you'd rather smoke weed and sit on your ass than go out and vote. You should feel like kind of a really shitty scumbag.
0: And <laughs> well, you me, also
1: they... shouldn't because in this day and age, yeah. there's no real reason why we can't have a safe, electronic, secure system. If I can buy something over my phone on Amazon using my credit card, which I feel secure that every time I make a purchase, that credit card number isn't being shared with a million people, you should be able to securely vote in such a way that gives you an equal level of uh, comfort comfort and like stability. The, the, the way we're... You don't feel like doing it is going to harm you in any way, yeah. or your vote won't and, be counted. And, and I can I can definitely
2: see where some of the reluctance, especially I mean, I, I hate to play devil's advocate because I totally agree there um, with that that we should be coming up with a way to do it. But then by also when you start using like credit cards and stuff as a um, as the point, then all of a sudden people will be like, yeah, I mean, we, I could probably. Couldn't even count on both hands the number of security breaches that have probably happened just in the past year. Granted, those are generally, though, due to bank. Um, yeah. But uh, we- like, usually internal. It's, uh, like, a lot of times people breaching a network because – of how hackers usually use, like, social uh, manipulation yeah. to actually get, gain access to things.
1: So I think we could, like, cement it down and, and feel same. pretty
2: secure in the process so people aren't, you know, I mean... But the more electronic
1: voting gets, the more people think that voting is fraudulent because yeah. electronic vote can be changed, altered, manipulated. Well,
2: there... And, and you know, there's there's a whole, like, um, making sure that somebody just didn't log into your account and vote for you, and all of a sudden you find out that you're not allowed to and all this kind of stuff. There, there are definitely things, but there are, again, like, ways... well. If I trust that people aren't logging into my bank account and making purchases for me, how, like, I should be able to do all the recording things and just be
1: extremely secure about it. I mean, hell, I mean, in the state of Texas, you can vote from space. Yes, you can. Yeah. That is well, actually the first part of our discussion here. It, it makes sense because Texas and Florida are uh, world famous for their uh, aerospace. Yeah. The the fact that you can actually send satellites and rockets from both locations. Right. Um, Texas has allowed electronic voting from space so if you're in a shuttle or on the International Space Station you can cast your ballot for any federal election electronically from orbit sent via a secure email to the Johnson Spacecraft Center and it is then passed from them to the home counties in Texas of the astronauts homes yeah Uh, basically it's a virtual vote you do not cast a real ballot you do not use, like, a pie-in-the-sky idea like I just proposed, where you could just do it on your phone. Yeah, right. Uh, but it is a way to vote remotely. And this is the most remote anyone, as of the uh, the year 2016, can vote. Well, and I feel like, like,
2: even today, with the way that, I mean, especially giving people at least the option, even if it's not a deal for everybody, and saying replace it with certain things. But, like, there's ways for you to, like, physically prove, even if they're just like, oh, you have to submit, like, like, physical, like a visual evidence of you actually casting this ballot or something like that. Like there are ways to like definitely make it more secure. And like you said, if, if, if we've got it to work, obviously for just a few people, you know, uh, a few astronauts in space and stuff, but it seems like you could almost use that kind of security method as sort of a pilot project to make it work for everybody. Exactly. And, and yeah, yeah, sure. Like if you, you know, you should feel like a little bit of a dirtbag if you don't, if you don't uh, actually go and vote when you, have absolute access to it but one of the uh, you know things that we do run into is the fact that it is on a fucking tuesday and there are a lot of people who i can legitimately understand why it is more difficult
1: to actually go out and vote because and you're that's actually
2: all... working, or you have to lose hours. And
1: that's been an argument too that it should be a uh, holiday in America. I think uh, it, voting it should, day it, should be a day off. For I, think, I
2: think it should be on a weekend and then a. a I wouldn't holiday. even say a weekend. just, well, no, just a think, day off. I a think, day off think, yeah. from work, no matter how you look at it, because I, I mean, a day a day off from work is tough because then it's like I mean, there's literally nothing else really where the entire place shuts down. So I think it should be both. It should be on a weekend and uh, because if you do both, then all of a sudden you're taking the vacation day out of a lot of the the big like corporate companies who might like argue but about that because the they, majority- they're just gonna have that off anyway. But like then there's all these places like uh food service and just service that's industry. exactly where i was gonna go the majority of americans in,
1: yeah. work in the service industry yes. the majority of americans do not have weekends off. exactly that is a that is a minority and it's been the uh like the atomic family myth of america that the nine to five eat, yeah Friday. you work yeah. monday nine to five we have more people working in service
2: off. industry jobs and stuff and they're working yeah. on the on the weekend it but is, is, but it is a very I mean, is big you, minority but what, I, what i'm saying by that is like you you generally just don't shut down
1: the entire service industry for one day. Regardless, there is a thought process. Sorry to cut you off, but there's a thought process that follows what you're saying. It's that voting might actually work better if it was compulsory, like if you were forced to. Um, and by force we mean like you're you're not gonna get thrown in the fucking gulag for not. Well, it, it depends on which way, which country we're talking about. Like, yeah, if we start with Australia, I'm saying the way we would hopefully treat it. Would be right. like, Oh, you
2: can't do make it illegal, but you know, let's talk about Australia because they're probably the good version of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Back in 1922, voting turnout dropped below 60, percent and in Australia, the way re, the way they combated that wasn't through like, hey guys, please vote more. They just made it illegal not to vote yeah and by and by illegal it means
2: like the way that
1: speeding is illegal or jaywalking is well illegal. within so. three years votership went from below 60 percent to over 90 yeah. percent and the only reason you cannot vote is this if you actually have a good excuse yeah yeah because that,
2: that's what i was getting at is like you make it illegal like i said like jaywalking or something like that and you can talk your way out of it because they'll they they find out who didn't vote and they say okay um is there a legitimate reason you couldn't like if there was i mean yeah, for like, in our country why are you working, jaywalking yeah. the crosswalks
1: way over there
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then that might not work whereas if it was you know a little more understandable why were you jaywalking a fucking tiger was, was chasing me and i had to get across the street as quick as possible cuz we all know tigers can't cross streets and uh in this case it's nice because you will feel compelled to do it Hells, hence the compulsory i guess but uh, but not feel like it, it's you're living under a dictatorship and then you if then then if you don't have a good excuse you get a small fine and that's it
1: speaking of dictatorships north korea actually falls right in with there this you compulsory go. voting um in north korea you have to vote yeah and who even thought that north korea had voting right i mean yeah i mean i guess they are the
2: democratic i mean they're technically not north korea
1: they're, they're like democratic, democratic people's republic, people's republic. yeah yeah Which is the, oh my god, that is, that's the glossiest name you can give that country.
2: That's, that's like the uh, custodial engineer when people put that they used to be a janitor on their, uh, like, resume.
1: Um, Yeah, but in North Korea, you have to vote. And they make sure of this by tying the voting record into the census. So they're done at the same time. So if your village has uh, a thousand people and they take the census and get a thousand people down on their census rolls they then take the vote and if 999 voted they compare the two and the one person who didn't vote i'm pretty sure gets dragged into a a dark back room uh they don't see the light of day and also when it comes to voting you're allowed to not vote for who kim jong-un picks there is a dissent box put in the center of the capital and you can vote against the party, but it's a box in public mm-hmm. where everyone can see you. Yeah. Like, you literally yeah. be like that one person <laughs> yeah. doing the long, sad walk yeah. to it. Yeah, and they're
2: like, who's that person on the roof with what looks like a sniper rifle? Yeah. Uh, nobody. Just uh, go ahead and cast your vote. We're a dem- democracy, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you technically have a choice. You might get
1: killed for that choice. And the dissent vote isn't for a second party. Kim yeah. Jong Un picks every representative for their yes, version yeah. of Congress, and you either vote for them and or they get him, in, which somebody else. Mean, no, there's Western no, part, there's yeah. no someone else. There's just dissent. Yes, like yeah. I don't want this person. I don't want to vote any. No, any so it's not even reason. like it's not even it's like just, oh, I
2: dissent voting for whoever, even if it's not Kim Jong Un. But even if you dissent, like he's
1: it's still a, gonna pick whoever it is. So it's, it's, it's called a involved. special ballot box. Using yeah. air quotes there, and it's for <laughs> dissent. Special because it leads to death. Yeah, yeah it's probably just write-ins. It, well, I, I think
2: I, I mean, and if you
1: can make Kim Jong Un giggle, you get to live. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you put in oh, Cookie yeah. Monster, but it's it's like in the shape of a cookie. The piece of ballot paper you put in, he's like yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah, you, you live for one more day. Yeah, <laughs> you get twenty-four more hours to say goodbye to your family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so...
2: That's well, North Korea for you.
1: Yeah, the, the entire <laughs> world has a, a an interesting version of this. If you think about it, like, um, let's move to, like, New Zealand, since we were just on Australia a moment ago. Um, in New Zealand, it's voting very much like in America. You, you cast a ballot, there's parties, they put up uh, uh, opponents for each other, they, you pick the one you like the most, they win. Um, but in New Zealand, just before the election... The entire country falls silent due to a law that bans all candidate social media pages, talking heads on TV from talking about it, oh God, advertising, so nice? billboards. <laughs> they wipe the slate clean, and it is illegal with a $10,000 fine if you uh, if you break any of these but, rules. Well, because it's, it's considered tampering essentially with the electoral process. Yep. Yeah. So at one point, you basically just have to listen to what they've written down, what they've talked about in the past, and you ignore them from this point on. Yeah.
2: So, so all of a sudden, you can't necessarily get embroiled in, uh, say, late-breaking controversies for specific candidates, or, or even controversies like the, you know, like, uh, you know, some people grabbing pussies all the time, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just it's. It, I actually, it would be really refreshing, actually, to have that. I think to a degree, I still think there has to be a little bit of time. It's not too much different than what the parliament does, actually, in the UK.
1: Now, this might be one of the most confusing but interesting either. ones of these I found today. Um, entire political parties were once formed in America to stop one man from becoming... Uh, was it president or VP? I think it was president. Yeah, it was Mar- Martin Van Buren. Um, in 1836, uh, the Democratic Party, which came out of the ashes of the then broken-down Democratic Republicans, as some history buffs out there will know, uh, they were dominating national politics, and they wanted to put Andrew Jackson's vice president, Martin Van Buren, uh, into the presidency. Um, what ended up happening was the Democratic Party formed the Whig Party, and they, yeah, the ba- Whigs, yeah. they wanted to contest the election with a strategy by running regional candidates who could beat Van Buren in states where they were popular. That way, he would not be able to get the majority of electoral votes. Yeah, Just right. like today, um, people well, put the... on Facebook the, if Bernie wins one state, and Hillary and Trump can't get enough electoral college votes, well, then it, goes it goes to is. Congress yeah. and Congress yeah. picks. Same yeah, deal. The Senate, yeah. they, they were trying to break up the electoral college by creating other parties, if you will.
2: Well, not, Something similar is happening actually in, in Utah this year, where they're actually running a candidate that's only running in Utah, essentially, to co- completely trounce Trump in well hoping to take enough votes away from Trump essentially so. yeah the the and Whig he's not par- in there he's pretty much ways in like second like with 40 something percent of the votes crazy Jesus
1: yeah. uh, the Whig party ended up running four different candidates under their banner in different regions where they were super popular and the idea was to drag down the electoral college so that Van Buren could not win uh, unfortunately for uh, the Whig party uh, Van Buren won. He, uh, he actually won the entire Electoral College, even with this plan. But that just shows how devious politics have been all these years. Well, I mean, there's like, what always... we're looking at now isn't entirely new.
2: Well, yeah, and when you – well, especially when you go back to some of these other things about, um, you know, essentially – I won't say the 20 – one of these is about essentially 20 electoral votes. They say vanished, but it's not like they came up missing. They essentially were going to discount 20 electoral votes for uh, – was it Hayes at the time or something yep. like that? Yeah. Um, and uh you know and eventually like bowed because he would have won by one electoral vote or something like that um so so it's not like there's all this whole you know elections are rigged things and i hate to say it like while i think it might be ridiculous in this particular climate to think certain things and a little bit poisonous um especially since trump is kind of a ridiculous racist sexist idiot so the fact that he's losing shouldn't be that much of a surprise. But I can understand why it would resonate with people when the people are like, oh, this thing is rigged. Because it's sort of, there has been some elements of like fraud and like just questionable practices. And just the whole thing, the term like political versus policy usually means like, oh, political means you have political strategy. Political
1: strategy means you know how to game the system. Yep, uh, and this actually has absolutely nothing to do with that, but we're gonna go to our last story from this little section here. Um, it was illegal to buy alcohol on Election Day in South Carolina all the way up until 2012. And I'm using this to show, like, the range of years that we're talking about for politics. So you can't get drunk and, like, make a drunken vote? No, this actually goes back to, like, uh, Prohibition Days pretty much. Like oh, okay. it, it was like an old-standing thing, and it's kind of broken down over the years. Um, the vast majority of these laws in other states were rolled back a long time ago. Uh, besides South Carolina, the most recent one was in 2008, I believe. Um, there were seven states that year that would not allow you to drink, but they all got rolled back. Uh, for the 2012 election, only Kentucky and South Carolina still had an election day what they call blue laws. Blue yeah, laws yeah. mean like you the can't laws, buy alcohol, yeah. yeah, on certain days. Yeah, and you, it's usually tied to
2: you know. Uh, Christianity in some form or other in the pure old Puritanism, well, Puritanical law.
1: No, uh, South Carolina did away with the law in 2014. Finally, so for the 2012 election, that law was still in effect for the last state with the blue law. Yeah. So you get drunk, you just couldn't you just buy booze. Couldn't buy booze. it. Yeah. All right. Um, I think oh, that like, folds up my I section had, unless you have something that that, you that share. is
2: that is true. But I actually did want to. I will go into mine, but just a real quick shout out to my absolute favorite in this entire list because it's this hilarious is the Liberia, site of the most fraudulent election in history. Um, in Liberia, in 1927, Charles D.B. King won re-election to the presidency with 234,000 votes. Oh, nifty, right? Yeah, the only issue with this is Liberia, apparently, they were getting a little greedy because there were only 15,000 registered voters, voters at the time. It'd be one thing to win with I 100% think, of the vote. But I think they with... liked
1: him so much they voted. Uh, I can't <laughs> even do the math on that quickly. They voted uh, it's like uh, 20 uh... times each. I don't know.
2: Six, 12, it wasn't quite too
1: many times. It was 14 it would, times
2: yeah. each. Yeah, there we go. So let's just say, uh, yeah, I, I can understand like maybe winning 100% of the vote, or maybe 99.97, that like weird special number or whatever that all dictates. Oh, like Kim Jong Un who gets 99.98. Yeah. yeah. So they make it look like oh, it, clearly it's not just fixed and fraudulent because nobody gets 100%, but so it looks accurate. But they just flat out were like, yeah, 1400%. Fuck it. <laughs> uh,
1: so no, that thanks. is kind of amazing <laughs> So
2: thank you, Liberio, for that little tidbit of information That was my absolute favorite Because that's just fucking greedy, man Somebody was not doing their homework Like, I don't know, what do you think? You fill it out, 234,000? Sounds good to me um, So we're going to move on to some other uh, interesting uh, world leader type tidbits And this one, uh, I guess it was less political But it's all about world leaders And this one actually comes from uh, this is PRI.org I dug this up on um, oh, is by, this by the, the w- way, weird stuff uh, world leaders, leaders give given, each other? have given to each other, yeah, which is it, supposedly, like, a AIDS. hilarious list. It's always yeah. AIDS. <laughs> it's always AIDS. Yeah,
1: surprise. It's always AIDS. Um, Putin's, like, more AIDS. I got AIDS for Christmas. <laughs> uh, let's then, see, I, uh, then I shot him an AK-47 and rode a bear out while an explosion happened behind me. Well, I, well if, if I recall. That's not me saying that Putin's <laughs> cool. I just think of Putin as, like, this, like... Uh, what's his name from Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, 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 Cruz uh, Terry Cruz oh Terry Cruz yeah, yeah I, I, think, a, I Terry think of Putin in the, yeah. as the white Russian Terry
3: Cruz oh like he anytime he does something it's like, like well
2: because he's like the Old Spice guy too he's this like, is my
3: wolf ass. this yeah. is a gun <laughs> boom it's <laughs> yeah, like with
2: a bazooka and he yeah. shoots a wolf on the back of a <laughs> <Yes>. rhino <laughs> and then prances off into that's the wilderness that's all I think of when I think of Putin with no now shirt. yeah just no. glo- like, just fucking oiled up somebody's his like Putin's grease boys Putin's
1: grease boys
2: you know he's got a Grease Boy. We've so run he... out of
1: missiles to shoot, throw a Grease Boy in. Yeah, just, a, okay, I'll do it for you, sir. Boom. 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that Grease Boy. Yeah, it's, it's got a whole... Mother Russia! <laughs> in Russia, Canada you. Street. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, so... does, it does everywhere. <laughs> so, so uh, there has been some funny ones, actually, and the first one I was going to talk about is... Uh, is the russian one not because it's funny so much but i just think about like putin just like you said that exact kind of uh, putin behavior of him receiving this very like adorable gift so bulgaria gave russia uh in 2010 putin specifically of course um the uh vladimir putin was given a buffy a bulgarian shepherd it was a 10 week old puppy they're big dogs, so this puppy is just a ball of fucking adorable fur. See, that, sort of, that
1: puppy is as big as a dog. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, it's very—think it's, of, uh, like, a slightly smaller, but around, the, like, the same kind of I uh, don't makeup St. Bernard. I don't like dogs, a Saint Bernard. it's
1: adorable.
2: See, I like big dogs, and I like big dog Charits puppies. it's adorable. Just, it's
1: adorable.
4: Look so, at you. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you and Putin's arm. No, Putin's gonna love you. No, Putin's gonna love you. See, that's he's gonna grease you up and ride you like a tiger
2: see I, I actually thought the complete opposite I just pictured him being like uh, just receiving it and being like does he know where Juggler is uh, <laughs> I can I can train him to find Juggler he'll make fine murder dog like <laughs> I just pictured him like sicking this adorable 10 week old shepherd on his head no he's in bed and he's like
1: Vodka, vodka. Yeah, yeah. and the dog just runs up and says, like Vodka oh, you're the best doggy oh well, yes Bulgarian shepherd Gets Putin vodka, also with bad Russian accent. No, I stopped talking because you <laughs> you rocked at compared to me. I, I mean, it was just do doing a cute voice Russian with like a weird accent. Western European accent or Eastern, sorry, Eastern um, European accent.
2: Uh, this one is not funny at all. Then it's, why are you
1: saying it? But a, this, show, this is a this show. This Okay, the, we
2: gotta we gotta bring it down a notch.
1: On a very special episode of Last Podcast, Jerry gets serious.
2: So. This is uh, only because it's just so fucking off the wall. This is not a gift. Only because I imagine some me when you say giving somebody a gift, you think it was something nice. I imagine me giving this to like my mom for Mother's Day or something. Uh, apparently, in uh, Iraq in 2011, uh, no, no, sorry, uh, 2011. This is when Donald Rumsfeld uh, mentioned this in his memoirs. In '83, he visited Iraq as the United States special envoy to the Middle East. Saddam Hussein welcomed him. I guess you could put that in quotes, even though it's not. I'm sure it was very welcoming. With a three-minute video that was apparently proof of the barbarity, barbarity of his, the then enemy Syrian president Al-Assad. Yep. So, you know, so in this, it was just three minutes essentially of animal abuse. Like it was like people stabbing puppies and and people like biting heads off snakes. That was supposedly like Syrian like soldiers and things like that and see, like, see? Like, yeah, it's one thing if they kill people, but how could somebody do this to a puppy? So I just imagine that being like a gift. You show up and be like, oh, he's welcoming us. Probably like some Iraqi vodka or something like that or whatever they have. And, and then they are just like, oh yeah, here you go. And he unwraps, he's like, oh, I wonder what this is. Pops it in the VHS Not player. Rumsfeld,
1: you must see at the very end of this video. You, you need to click subscribe, and you need to like. Yeah, yeah. If you like. If
2: you like my horrifying animal abuse videos, please click at the bottom of the screen where I'm pointing now, and hit like, and subscribe, please. You'll see yes.
1: the severed puppy head spinning around in circles. You you click, and you subscribe.
2: Yes, yes. and I would say if you don't subscribe, I'll kill this puppy. But as it's, dead. Know, it's, it's, it's dead! It's <laughs> dead! We killed it! And we all know that's what you came for anyway, so I say if you don't subscribe, I don't kill this puppy. Ah. <laughs> this is not... No, Iraqi accent. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. We're ignorant. We might as well make that the Iraqi yeah, accent. No, we're, we're good. We're <laughs> no, good. We're
1: most good. most listeners at this point of the show, I believe, have already tuned out. We got our hit. Like, we've got our numbers for the week. That's right. Um, yeah, that's good. As long as you You know, get that. and 99% of the people who want to unsubscribe usually don't go through the work of doing it. Well, yeah. So. I mean, it's, it's see, hard see enough to, next like, week. to get people to subscribe. So
2: guess what? This fucker is getting downloaded to your device every week. Whether you like it or not, it's going to end up happening. We kill the puppies. The puppies, they die. <laughs> you're just going to accidentally hit play all one of these days, and you're going to come across it. And guess what? It also takes work to hit stop on anything. We'll see
1: what a sadness oh, the puppies. Sadness. We,
0: we
2: kill them. If you like my horrifying <laughs> edible abuse videos, please click subscribe um I've got one more here I, I'll read off a couple other ones that I thought were funny too but um, the uh, but the last one
1: I actually wanted to go in detail is is um, I think this wait is, wait wait before you go on because you might skip one of my favorites was okay Iran gifted to Russia a oh. replica of a u.S drone yeah that it claimed it shot down no I, I, well, that Russia didn't believe it number down. one if they had shot it down the shell of a drone the actual shell not the electronics yeah could have been gifted.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: So a replica kind of throws a monkey wrench into the idea that they actually shot down the drone. I know we saw photos, but I'm pretty sure they it was the the replica, right? Yeah, that exactly, we yeah. saw in the photos. Anyone yeah. could dig a trench in the ground, throw a replica of a drone into it, and be like, "We killed an American drone." Guess what? If you go to Pakistan. There are fucking mosquitoes there. They they buzz over your head all. Oh yeah, day. yeah. you can just look at them anyone and be like, yeah, can that. Yeah. down a drone yeah. if you try hard enough. And,
2: and the, but the U.S. disputed it, you know, trying to make it be like no, it didn't,
1: no, you didn't,
2: no, shut up. Um, and uh, yeah. So anyway, it's not. It, you know, Russia was supposedly shot down the drone, blah blah blah. Um, but a, a miniature um. Uh, I mean, sorry. Iran apparently shot down the, shot down this drone. But I think the funny part too is that they made a shot toy. Shot in
4: the drone <laughs> and it's not okay. We
1: have intel on the USA. Oh, good, good <laughs> call,
2: man. We might just have to go out on that song. <laughs>
1: shot through the heart. Yeah, Little
2: Bon so Jovi. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it'd be funny the, if his uh, name e- was Lil e- Bon Jovi and then e- he Iran changed it to Bon, bon Jovi. Jovi. Iran Bon Jovi. Oh <laughs> fuck! I wish I had time to make an
1: actual spoof song. Shot
0: through the drone, and it's not okay. We gave it.
1: Wait, I forgot where my yeah. line was. We out. got
0: intel on the
1: USA. USA.
2: Yeah, hit it up now. Uh, they well they apparently made a toy
1: that made it into Iranian uh toy stores of this. I know for replica. four dollars. Like yeah. I want to like go onto uh, Chinese eBay, which I. Fucking love. I buy like so much shit off Chinese yeah, eBay. Yeah, and I mean, look, and, and well, you can probably find this. Well, And yeah, I mean, you're on a list anyway. You might as well fucking order off. Dude, Chinese I'm Day. on. I'm on Dude. enough list Dude, where our I'm podcast, a celebrity.
2: Our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just like it's like they're sharing. Oh, it's Scott they're, again. They're, they're sharing Scott notes between like the NSA and the FBI. Like, Dude, oh,
1: check it out. There's easily one person in the FBI or NSA who's like, oh my god, he posted another kitten video in the middle of all this other <laughs> disturbing shit. There's. There's
2: definitely a Scott file, and they trade them like fucking baseball cards between oh the NSA God, and yeah. the FBI. There's like they play Scott Bingo. Like they're just like, all right, is he gonna go for uh like weird animal
1: abuse videos followed by kitten video followed by Trump rant? Yep. dude, if you're if you're internet savvy at all and you have eBay, uh, Chinese eBay, it's the best. You want one uh, iPhone That's six so charger? Weird things, yeah. You want an iPhone six charger? And it's twenty dollars at the AT and T store. Yeah. Are you willing to wait a month to you get your new one? You could have a hundred for a nickel. Yeah, yeah, and they'll send you the dead Chinese person that makes them. This <laughs> is <laughs> oh, a bonus. It's actually what they use as packing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the pack of the entrails of the uh, of the fallen apple soldier. Uh, <laughs> so I- so the one I was going to get to is, uh, is is the last one I'll touch on before we head on to uh, what well, we got to an add and then our five-star reviews is um, Mali uh, gave France uh, apparently a, a camel because um, it's a big thing like in, in Mali, like camels are big. Like, oh, great. Um, for, in gratitude for uh, the country's, for uh, France's uh, assistance in driving out of Salama's militants in Mali, a um, uh, few years ago. It says last spring in this article, this is 2014, so probably 2013 or so. Um, so anyway, the French president was like, ah, don't have room for this camel. Apparently it was also bad tempered, not a great thing to have, hard to get back. Um, so he actually left it in the care of like a, a Malian family instead, uh, only to find out that the family was like, food, and made it into a stew. They uh. made camel <laughs> stew. Oh, so anyway, so the government was embarrassed by this. So instead, they, they just sent a better... Uh, bigger and better looking camel to the French president instead because you know the problem with the French you, president you only, was it only, just wasn't hot enough for Paris. You only eat ugly camels. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can give that one away, but I just like the <laughs> fact that the Mal- Malian government was just like, like, oh, the problem must be that it was an ugly camel. That's probably it. Let's send him a real... I just want to see that shipping crate packed down and just like, oh, what do we have here? No, Fuck. Oh shit. Another stew
1: camel. I'd love that they the the, 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 the peanuts, you know, the, the foam peanuts that right. packed um, are packed in or just Chinese, like chopped up. up parts of yeah, yeah. another rare animal <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, an yeah, elephant. Like, packing, like, yeah. like these are elephant peanuts. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just like severed parts of a trunk. Yeah. But enough of them to be peanuts. Are <laughs> they using like an African rhino horde to pry it open? <laughs> like <laughs>
2: Like oh my god, so many human, like animal rights abuses.
1: Now there is one last thing. Uh, you said you wanted to move on, but um, oh, yeah, you know, I learned about good. something through this that was completely completely. There's new. a lot of good ones here, but yeah. Um, this is something that just it's a little off the cuff here. Um, North Korea has what they call the International Friendship Exhibition. Halls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this is basically a museum of all the gifts gifted to North Korean leaders because throughout you... all the years that North Korea has been yeah. a, a, a dictatorship. And you know, the
2: people who give shit to North Korea, like the stuff they try to give them, has to be fucking
1: wacky. Yeah. So far, what we have here, we have a very short list. And honestly, I wish I had taken the time to look up a longer list because I'm sure we well, the... can always revisit it one day. Yeah, Empty we, totally promises. Get... Ooh, I should pull that up, but um that's a different thing. Um so what we have in here is Joseph Stalin uh gave the leader of North Korea, Kim Il sung, a bulletproof limousine, but That's that's weird, I guess, but it it makes sense.
2: These are all dictators for them, for dictators. dictators. It's like, oh, you can still roll in style, but not necessarily get shots better than a pope mobile.
1: But other items on display include a sword and several chessboards sent by the late Libyan dictator uh, Muammar Gaddafi, Mm -hmm. uh, an entire train car from China's Mao Zedong, shipping on that must have been a bit. um, A crocodile skin briefcase from Cuba's Fidel Castro, and in a uh, but they were, were. they made a, made a point of saying this. In a pride of place, which I think they mean a place of pride. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Um, a basketball autograph by King jo- Kim John Eel's favorite NBA star, Michael Jordan. Well, yeah, because
2: if we know, like, especially with Dennis Rodman and stuff, it was uh, all... they
1: love the fucking Bulls and the basketball Did, in did you read in this part? Uh, Do you know who gifted it to them? Uh, I don't think so, no. The USA in 2000.
2: Oh the, yes, no, that's right. I did remember. It that. was a gesture yeah. of goodwill.
1: Yeah. This is before like they got really hot and heavy into rockets well, and nukes yeah, and, and stuff. Th- and we were trying to like. St- and walk I think yeah, they back. were trying to like just like be like, hey, chill, because they
2: Kim they, Jong jo- Il and Moon
1: love basketball. Yeah, and, and
2: there was a, there was a documentary like uh, about when they, uh, I mean, they essentially got uh, was it Vice or somebody like that who essentially got access to North Korea via a Harlem Globetrotters staged game. They actually got access to like all this information because they were like, how's the one way journalists can get over there? Oh, we pose as fucking this crew for this basketball game, which they love, of course. And now, of course, we know Dennis Rodman's like, yeah, hey, man, Kim, Kim, uh, you know, the, the, the Kims are my fucking favorite people. Like all the Kims. Yeah, Yeah, all the Kims, man. All the Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be – that would be such like a very – Little Kim. Like a stupid, mad TV-type skit of just like, oh, now let's look in on the Kims. And Kim Kardashian gets elected as like the the leader leader of uh, North Korea. And she's like, I just want you all to have good shoes. And then that's pretty much the whole show. Like, can you you all get
1: working on shoes so you can wear better shoes? Just start making them. I mean, if you eat, you're wasting
2: time. Fine, but we have to know what shoes are first.
1: Yeah. Ah, what nice. <laughs> Womp,
2: Anyway, I think that brings us out to uh, the end of the show. Uh, we do have a couple pieces of housekeeping. Uh, the first one is we got a... We got a uh, vacuum. Here's 10 minutes <laughs> of <laughs> vacuuming. <laughs> gotta, yeah, that's, that's why we rushed through the end of the segment, so you can just hear us vacuuming, and the sound of change going up a vacuum has got to be one of the harshest things on the ears. Um, kind of want to go out on 10 minutes of that of the show just, instead of John... Jo- like in the middle of I Ran Bon Jovi or whatever
1: just every time he's about to bon say heart you just stop it and do back to me shut through the <laughs> for like clung, 3 clung, minutes clung, clung. and yeah. then he goes and it's
2: okay <laughs> I, I don't know his actually we <laughs> too late yeah uh, so anyway the first thing we got is we've got uh uh one of our sponsors um I think it's still topical because i mean it's going to be topical regardless cuz horror is awesome but oh, especially going... horror
1: 247365 oh, adverticars.net yeah. you need to go there and you need to buy some stuff Especially since now that we're past Halloween and you're probably done decorating for your home, your yard, anything like that. uh, We're moving now into... People who were born late in the year who have birthdays and Christmas. Flat and if be- you're like me, you usually shop for Christmas a little early to get it the fuck out of the way before the first snow yeah, because
2: Yeah, I mean, before people go fucking nuts. And too. if you're
1: a horror fan, you'll accept a horror gift regardless of when it is. And, and that's a, a mostly Christmas what I, I would appreciate great. the
2: most. Yeah, this stuff has this place has really cool things. In fact, we'll let the uh, we'll let the ad do the
0: talking. If you're looking to scale up some new items for your crypt that'll make all your friends say, who did you kill to- Get that, then horror decor is the place to be. If you go to horrordecor.net, you will just die with a selection of amazing items for sale, such as pillow shaped like an ancient VHS tape, the kind of kill I hear, as well as scented candles featuring buffalo bills, scent of skin lotion, and retro flags from Crystal Lake, the Overlook Hotel, and Springwood. If these items are tickling your bones, if you're bleeding in anticipation, go to horordecor.net and make a purchase today. You won't be sad. Mm -hmm.
2: That's, uh, that's horror decor. Uh, I think to to leave you before we go out on Ron Bon Jovi, or probably not on Ron Bon Jovi. <sighs> I wish I, I had really, time to work on that, yeah. too. Like, I would help you. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not ruling it out completely because there is We could do a days,
1: YouTube search. We may I... not be original. Originality yeah, yeah. Let's, is let's, weird nowadays. Let's
2: aim for something. And if not, you'll probably just get Bon Jovi, folks. Uh, but uh, before that, let's, uh, hit some five-star reviews. Like we said, if you leave us a five-star review, we'll, we'll, shout you out on the show. So, and you can type anything you want as long as it's a five-star review and we'll re- have to read it on air. Uh, granted you, you think like, Oh, I'll make them say cunt a lot. One, we say cunt a lot and swears all the time anyway. So big, big deal. Um, also, uh, it has to be allowed by iTunes, and sometimes they censor really random things. Um, they didn't censor the word dildo, but did censor the word genitals in our titles one That was that? weird. Yeah. All right, so five-star uh, yeah. reviews. Five-star reviews. I'll, I'll read the first one. Yeah, go ahead and do that, and then the next two are sort of related, so I'll read those.
1: All right, first one's by Robbie Polanco. Uh, five stars. Thank you very much.
4: One time I laughed so hard, a little bit of pee came out, but then I laughed again. One, two, three, four, five stars. One two three five stars.
1: One time I laughed so hard I had, an am- I had to call an ambulance. The bill
4: was so ridiculous I
1: laughed even harder. One two three four five stars. One two three four five stars. Thank you, Lost at Home, and thank you, Robbie. Thank you,
2: Robbie. You've been a listener forever. I'm glad to see you're still listening, and uh, you know, regardless, better late than never. Uh, anybody. I mean, it took Jason quite a while, too. Jason did beat Now, them, Robbie, uh, if you could just weeks.
1: take the uh, the sex slave you have chained up in your basement illegally and have them also sign into iTunes and leave us one. Yeah. Uh, anyone in your household, you have leave chained us up sex illegally. Slave? Oh, no, leave yeah. us a review. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Um, all right, the next one... Uh,
2: is actually by our good friend Kyle Brock. Well, thank you, Kyle. This is gluten-free, low-calorie fun. Five stars. Five stars. Uh, The Lost at Home podcast is a wonderful addition to my diet. Five stars. I've been trying to watch my carb intake recently, which is convenient since each episode is wonderfully healthy and devoid of any harmful trans fats or preservatives. Five stars. The show banter between hosts Scott and Jer has a malty, effervescent flavor, and the pop culture references are always pan-seared to perfection. Five stars. Not listening is the same thing as consuming hourly sticks of margarine. Listen for your health. Five probably. stars.
1: Five stars.
2: Thank you for that. Uh, next one is from, Five from, from uh, who we mentioned at the top of the show, MacTac Podcast. Uh, hilarious. Five stars. These guys are cross-country friends of our own show, but bias aside, L.A.H. is great. Super funny and entertaining to listen to. We give it five out of five handcuffs. See, the pun is they have a show about. They have
3: a show about
2: cops. Mac and Kyle talk about There's cops. There's a cop
3: thing, and they yeah, yeah. sh- they made a cop pun
2: at us. I just beat a dick. <laughs> 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 I think actually, uh, now I I gotta say my review. I'm glad I haven't left one yet. My review is going to be nothing but cop puns, in <laughs> like to a disgusting degree. And nice, maybe you should too. follow suit. Actually. Um, alright so that does it for, for that um, we'll go out on whatever we go out on uh, but I guess other than that you should go to our uh, what the, let's say the, the website first right lostathomepodcast.com and there you can find a nice little web store that helps us keep the lights on and all that um, let's see I am at sonic jalopy on Instagram I am
1: at legend tripper with an underscore in the middle
2: and we're also on Twitter yeah. At
1: the Lost At Home. The Lost At Home. And we're on Facebook and I guess we're also on YouTube. We got a new subscriber the other day. Cool. Alright. Um, I don't know, we do stuff. Just look for yeah. Lost at Home on the internet, and if you run into a band, ignore the fuck out of them. There's a band with the same name. Oh
2: yeah, I know, I know, and they're the official Lost At Home. No, no. You know, you, you aren't.
1: know, you know what would be kind of fun? A collaboration between us and the Actually, band. Actually, it would be cool. Like, you finally No put offense that... to Kyle, uh, not Kyle Brock, uh, 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 Kurt Von Stetten, who All did right, our yeah, theme song. But I, we've had the same theme song for almost two years. And in my own head, I've been kind of thinking about maybe in the future... Changing it up, we've we've gone through two we progressions could. We, of we, theme song, we,
2: and we could we could change it up, all, where we could like alternate between them, where we could have one be an intro song and one other be like an outro song for the times we don't have outro songs. One yep. be for mini episodes, we can change it, it up. like
1: songs. I listen to uh, yeah. what is that podcast with Paul Shear and uh, Jason Manzukis. Uh, how did this how did get these, made? Yeah, how did this get made? and they they have like three or four or five. Yeah. I think at this well, I think point, these, I opening think cool songs, like, and every week you have a different. I think it would be really song. cool to
2: have, like to alternate. And actually, that's something out there to anybody out there who, just if you're wants musically to, talented, who wants to like toss out a little quick. Uh, you know, it's usually uh, thirty seconds or less. Would be great for an opener. Uh, we'll tuck you in there, uh, or yeah, K- Kyle about?
1: Brock. That that goes out to you too. But you know? we're also probably going to approach it. the no, actual band it. Lost at Home.
2: Uh, yeah, finally bury the hatchet. You know that we've had for a week of uh, of you know we've had Hating that rivalry. The band Lost at Home. We've had that rivalry with them, which just started. That have we? we? Finally, yeah. I was
1: going to say, have
0: we?
2: <laughs> no, I mean like just uh, ten minutes ago. Okay, okay. Yeah. The new rivalry we now have <laughs> the with the rivalry. band. Loss Let's fucking finally bury the hatchet You know guys. what? It's after, gotten ugly. It's gotten after ugly. After
1: I go home tonight, I'm normally going to play some video games. I'm going to do a little PS4, and I think I'll find a moment. I'll write them on Twitter. Yeah, be like, hey,
2: official lost at home, by the way. That's not true. Is that what
1: their their account is? Yeah, official lost at home? Yeah, I think they have
2: to, have to be. Cause, I mean, on YouTube it is, because we're lost at home. So. Yeah,
1: we we, well, we both grabbed our monikers roughly at the same time, which I thought was amazingly yeah. weird. So you know, I mean, it's either that, or we uh, we chain them up in our basement and make them uh, make them make non bread for us on frying pans. I like that. Let's do that. I love non bread.
2: So until next time, when we got a whole new thing of non bread for you folks, enjoy your week. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>